Hey everybody, and hey world. Welcome back to another episode of the Hey World Podcast with me, your host, Ross Livermore. This is episode 42. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm sorry I didn't put any out the last couple weeks. And to be honest, I was kind of just in my head about the whole thing. And I was trying to actually... The reason why I actually... I didn't put one out was because um, I was trying to get it back to early in the week. And those three weeks before I was doing them on Fridays... <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so it was kind of hard for me to do a, a podcast on a Friday and then turn it around quick and do it on Tuesday. Cause I'm kind of, I'm just talking about the same stuff anyway. Um, so I waited a week and then the following week I was just kind of thinking about the podcast and whether I should keep doing it. Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? All this bullshit. And, uh, after two weeks of thinking, I've decided that obviously why wouldn't I? keep doing the podcast because it takes little to no effort for me to just put out a a piece of long form content every week and talk about the process and talk about the whole thing, Um, which I'll get into more in this episode. But with that said, this is episode 42. Some shows I have coming up March 23rd at the five spot. I'll be there with the band, full band, Trevor Larkin's on the show with his band, Power Trio. It's their first show ever. And then Michael Kite is starting the night off. It's the early show. It's 6 to 8.30. It's $5 at the door. It's March 23rd. It's a Saturday night. So if you're in Nashville, you have the whole night ahead of you after the show. So there's no reason that you can't make it out and get a babysitter or just make your plans a little later in the night. Maybe we'll just party after the show anyways. Because by that point, I'll be back chugging brews. Because um, I've been off off the booze for these five weeks. Actually, I, I kind of wasn't following through fully on that. But I'll let you know about how that went. So yeah, March 23rd at the five spot. It's going to be great. I can't wait for that show. And then April 5th, uh, me, Paul, and Phil, we're going to be up at Sugarloaf, Carabasset Valley, Maine. If you're in New England and you feel like taking the hall all the way up to Maine, we're going to be playing Friday, Après Ski. It's an early show, and then we're going to be skiing uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and I can't wait to get up there because that is going to be my last uh, my last time that I'm going to be able to shred some gnar this winter. My obligatory two trips up to New England. Um to get some skiing in, which I'm excited. And I can't wait to play with Paul and Phil. We're going to figure out what we're doing with the release of this new music, which is going to be coming out um, hopefully, I think, in June. And we'll figure that all out. So March 23rd, April 5th. March 23rd, Nashville, April 5th, Maine. And uh, keep in touch with me on rosslivermore.com, and I'll update that with more shows in the future, which I can't wait for. Other than that, uh, the Hey World playlist on Spotify, my music on Spotify, and your Dude Stoked, Y-O-U-R-E, Dude Stoked, on Instagram. And I think that is it for now. So why don't we go ahead and get into the podcast? Let's do it.
And here we are once again with the podcast. Let me fix this Instagram video here. Oh my God. There we go. Cool. Well, welcome back. Sorry, I missed a couple weeks um, of doing the the podcast. And I'm sorry for that. I was doing it um, a couple, three weeks there in a row, I was doing it on Fridays. And part of the reason why I missed the last couple weeks was because I wanted to get it back early in the week. Um, just because, I don't, I don't know, I just like doing it early in the week. And then, so I waited because I didn't really have too much to talk about the following week. So I waited a week, just kind of put it off. And to be honest, I was a little bit in my head about doing the whole thing anyways. I, I, every now and again, I go back and forth uh, on whether I should be doing it. And I actually did get a weird message from a guy. And it was like half encouraging. It was it was like a total Massachusetts um, like encouragement message. It was like half insulting and half encouraging. It was just like, why are you doing this, man? Nothing comes from this. You're a legend from back home. <laughs> like, just just get into it, you know? It was this weird message. And I actually like I thought about it for a while. Be like, man, maybe he's right. Maybe I shouldn't be doing the podcast. Maybe I should just like focus more on music. And then I'm like, the whole point of this podcast, I just talk about music. And it literally takes no effort for me. All I do is turn on Instagram Live and Facebook Live and record for a half an hour. And it's like 30 minutes out of my week. And it costs me nothing. Actually, it costs me 15 bucks a month because I have a um, SoundCloud, um, SoundCloud subscription. Let me turn the headphones up here a little bit. There we go. So I can hear myself. Um, yeah, I, I thought about this message and, and it, it kind of like, it kind of fucked with my head a little bit. I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this thing. But I don't know. I had a good conversation with my friend Sean Sheets, who was a, a big advocate for me even starting this thing in the first place. And he told me to just look at it like this guy was engaging with a piece of your content. And when people engage with your content, it doesn't really matter if it's good engagement or bad engagement because they're engaging with something um, that you're doing. And that's good because they're going to be talking about it. And it's just, that was kind of the whole point of me doing it anyways. Like I need to put more content online and my selfie game is not great. So I feel like by me talking about being a guy who moved here and, um, lives here and is still continuing to try to have a career in music. I think that's the whole point of it. So I went back to just being like, you know, shut up, Ross, just keep doing the Instagram live, Facebook live and podcast and, and just shut the hell up. Elliot, what is up, dude? Um, Elliot Blaufest tuning in legendary singer, songwriter, guitarist, multi-instrumentalist. Um, so yeah, I'm back to just like weekly, podcast. Let's do it. Shut up. Get out of your own way. I think that's always what happens <clears throat> with me and like most artistic people anyways. Like we all have confidence in ourselves to, I mean, I, if I didn't, I wouldn't have moved to Nashville in the first place, but, um, every now and again, you just kind of like get the only reason why we don't accomplish things is because we get in our own way. Um, and I think that's something that I always go back and forth with um and doing the podcast is a weekly exercise and me just continuing to do something cool 
and fun and um and it's a practice for me with my banter on stage because I'm doing this live and I'm working on getting rid of my ums and my likes which I don't know how successful I am actually with doing that but I think it's actually helping I know it's helping on stage I think on when I'm playing the ums and the likes and all those weird nervous ticks don't really happen anymore I think they happen more when I'm doing this when I'm just like in in my room alone talking into a microphone but I don't know so a couple really cool things just happened um Andrew Leahy and the homestead so Dan my roommate <coughs> excuse me <coughs> I haven't really talked too much today I was hanging up flyers and uh so my voice is not fully warmed up, even though it's like three in the afternoon, four for you guys. But um, yeah, I didn't really talk to anyone at all. Anyways, so Andrew Leahy and the Homestead, Dan, my roommate, plays drums with Andrew. They just released a new album called Airwaves. It kicks ass. I just went to see their record release party at 3rd and Lindsley here in Nashville. It was a Sunday night at 3rd and Lindsley and Lightning 100 does the um sunday night music series and it was andrew's release party and man it's just like i've known andrew was a great songwriter but it's really refreshing to see a guy who can really write songs that well and also kind of like kick ass as a as a front man in a rock band and have a great guitar tone and play great solos and just like the band was so reminiscent of uh tom petty and the heartbreakers and like Ryan Adams and all these kind of like rock dudes. And uh, they just have great songs, great performance. Um, the band kicks ass. It was awesome. It was tough though because it's a Sunday night crowd and people weren't really like partying, you know? Um, so it was a little bit more of a listening crowd for a rock band. And that always makes for a weird atmosphere. I'm sure it is weird for the band in that situation too, because they're upstage trying, like trying to kick some ass. And these people are just sitting in the front, like total Nashville crowd, just listening and then clapping. And then next song, <coughs> excuse me. But I mean, the songs that I've heard on the album are great. And, uh, they put on an awesome show. So Andrew Leahy and the homestead, check them out. Um, such a good time, such a good band. And, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm starting to realize that I wear the same shirt every time I do this podcast. <laughs> um, but man, I know. I wear like, I actually got rid of like two. I, I had this moment the other day where I'm like, man, I have too much shit in the closet and I need to get rid of some clothes. So I got rid of like two trash bags worth of stuff that I just never wear. So now I realize I'm like, man, I just revert back to the same shirts and the same pants and I need to like get some new stuff. So I think before I'm going to Florida next week, oh man, I can't wait for that. But I might go do a little shop at Burlington Co. Factory. Maybe Ross dress for less. We'll see what happens. I know. <laughs> I'm getting all my clothes at Morgie's, dude. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I'm going to Florida next week. I haven't really been on a vacation where I haven't played music 
I can't even remember. Like an actual, just like, let's just go on vacation and not really do anything. Um, but Emma's parents have a place down in Fort Myers. And uh, we're flying down on Monday. Total musician vacation. Like, fly down Monday, hang out. Uh, that's, <laughs> Morgies, that's what my nan always says. When you have, like, shitty clothes, she's like, where'd you get those clothes, Morgies? I'm like, I don't even know what Morgies is. I just knew it was, like, the store that the shitty clothes were bought and sold at. I think it was just Salvation Army, and that's what they called it. Um, but, yeah, total musician vacation. Like, fly in Monday, fly back Friday. I have gigs all weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Florida does seem to be the place where all the weird things in the news happen. So we'll see. We're on the Gulf side. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Um, where I don't know where the people reside who who eat the bath salts, but hopefully, hopefully they're not in North Fort Myers. But gonna go to a Red Sox spring training game. I think we're actually. I think we actually might go. Um, to a Twins game, depending on when we can get tickets for. I think I don't think the games sell out, but I think the Twins actually play maybe in Fort Myers or the next city over. Um, but I am always, I've always been a closet Twins fan because in '91 I was on the Twins. Parents pitch league, Kirby Puckett. They won the World Series, and ever since then I have loved, um, <laughs> I have loved the Minnesota Twins for some reason. I don't know why. And that movie, Rookie of the Year. Remember that? It was like, it was such a weird movie because I feel like all those baseball movies make the Yankees out to be the, uh, I just totally said that like Chris Farley. What's your favorite baseball team? The Yankees. Um, they always make the Yankees out to be the bad guys, but like in this movie, it was the Twins versus the Seattle Mariners and Randy Johnson and Ken Griffey Jr. were on the team and they were like the bad guys in the movie, you know? <clears throat> but I remember when I was a kid, that movie came out and it was around the time that I was on the twins. So I was like, man, I love the I love the Minnesota twins. So we might go see a, uh, we might go see a spring training game from them. I don't know. I just can't wait to hang out there and like maybe run in the warmer weather. Nashville's like not too bad. It's in the forties right now. It's kind of like your classic Tennessee winter you know um finally the sun is out though daylight savings is next week but yeah oh yeah i do want to give a special shout out no oh little big league right right right. little big league was the one when he was on the twins rookie of the year he played for the cubs and i think was that and they were the cubs were playing the yankees if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it was Little Big League was the movie. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, and he was the co- He became the coach of the Twins. And then uh, Little... Yeah, that was Little Big League. And yeah, Rookie of the Year was when he like broke his arm. Totally messing up my early 90s sports movies. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah, special shout out to Gene Hartnett. <clears throat> I said I was training for the marathon here in Nashville. 
I was pretty much on the verge of quitting. I didn't really do too hot. Uh, I think I had got a little weird knee sprain and just kind of like stopped, slowed down. And I really had no motivation to really kind of like push myself to get past the like five mile mark. So Jean texted me out of the blue and just said, Hey, how's the marathon training going? Cause she's doing, um, she's doing the training for the Boston marathon. She's running for like the Tufts medical team. I don't know exactly. She don't, it's some, something to do with, uh, Tufts. Anyway, she texted me about how I was doing with it. And I was like, honestly, I am doing really shitty. I haven't really made it past five miles. My knee was kind of hurting and we talked about it for a while and she gave me this whole plan and I said my, my longest run has been eight miles so far. Um, but she kind of came up with this plan. She's like, you know, do a half half marathon this weekend, 16 miles next weekend. And we have this whole plan kind of structured. And um, so this past weekend I did 13 miles, which was crazy. It's like I actually felt pretty good doing it. But, man, that last, like, mile and a half was absolute torture. Um crazy but I'm back on track and it's all because of Gene Hartnett so shout out uh to the Hartnett clan and big thanks for uh for for keeping me motivated and uh actually doing the thing I said I was gonna do because like man I've never I didn't really I've never ran before at all until last year this is my second year of running and like actually exercising and I look at it, I'm like, how did I get through my 20s without any exercise or reading any books? I'm like, how the hell did I even make it through? Um, but I feel like now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, if I don't exercise or do anything, I am just like screwed. I'm going to die early and I want to live as long as possible. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep running and swimming and... uh doing yoga on Sundays, stretching it out. I think that's one of the things I got to stretch more. Stretching is like, I think that's where it got me. That's where the injuries got me. I wasn't stretching. Um, oh, and another shout out to DJ Tone for winning the Dude Stoked Caption Contest. Uh, I sent him a shirt. He texted me, said it fit, which is nice because those canvas shirts, you never know, they run a little small. So uh, I might I might do another one of those friggin' one of those contests again. I was looking up like how to get more engagement on Instagram, and uh, it was just all kind of like the same stuff. You know what I mean? Like be active on social media, like posts. And then one of them was like run contests. I was like, I've never done that before. Maybe I will. Classic caption contest. Then DJ Tone Dick no he knows the Dick joke always wins. <laughs> So he did, and he got a dude silk shirt and patch. Um, but yeah, gigs have been going well here. I uh, It's been mostly corporate gigs, cover gigs, all that type of stuff. I am playing... Well, I just... We did a corporate gig for this company called Home Power Home Remodeling recently. And what it is, is a company based out of Philadelphia... And they did their leadership conference here in Nashville. So they contacted me through a mutual friend who was working with their conference and they needed a band. And it was, it's a, it's, you know, it's a big corporation. So they were hitting me up about getting them all these different price lists for like 
what's a five-piece band for a function cost? And then what is a solo performance cost? And what is a solo performance cost for two hours versus three hours? And all this crap that I just like never really think about that in depth. I'm just kind of like, here's the price. Here's what it will cost to bring us out for this thing. So I had to like make up all these price list things for him, which actually was a really good thing. Um, so out of the blue, they settled on having our band trio play their breakfast set. So it was Friday and Saturday morning on March 1st and 2nd. And we played the first one was on the Friday. We played 8:30 to 9:30 in the morning, one hour. And the second one we played 7:15 to 8:30 in the morning for their breakfast set. I was like, this is the earliest set I would I'll ever do unless we play on the news or something. Um but yeah, we did those and that was like that was the last kind of funny gig, but it was just like just people in Nashville on their business trip just like eating breakfast like breakfast buffet and we're just like playing playing the band and stuff like that it was pretty funny um but yeah just bas- basically like mostly my my last couple weeks has mostly best just been that type of gig like the corporate gig the cover gig hotels just kind of like the how can i make the living so actually i've been playing at Old Red, which is a really good place. If you guys ever visit it, it's like right on Broadway. I'm just seeing who's outside. Such a nosy neighbor. Just like people walking by. Um, But yeah, so I'm playing at Old Red. I was doing upstairs. They had me play Sunday morning on the main stage in their like main bar. It's the bar owned by Blake Shelton. And um, I played. I hit them up. I was just like, hey, yeah, Sundays went really well. Like I could totally just do that slot. And they were like... How about we have you play Friday 6 to 10 with the band? I'm like, uh, cool. That's great. I was like, I must have, I must have done a good job because I was promoted like way past any of the weekday sets. So that is March 22nd. I'm actually kind of, kind of petrified to do that one because I, like I could probably learn a bunch of country songs this is going to be like pretty much cover gig except for the first hour where i'm going to throw in like a bunch of originals um but with a band that we have never really played any covers together to learn like florida georgia line and all that crap like like i hope we can do it i was there the other night to see a, a friend named frank ray who if you guys haven't checked him out if you're into country i don't know if you're into country music whoever's listening or watching or whatever um Frank Ray is a guy who's kind of on the up. He's coming up. He's he's going to be a star. I like you watch him, you meet him and it's just like this dude is um a legend. But he played on Friday and just absolutely destroyed it. They actually had to tell him to stop playing. It was I think I stayed 6 to 8. They had to tell him to stop playing because they needed to flip the room because like no one was leaving because he was so good. Um, but the drummer was just triggering their videos. They have like a big LED screen in the back, just triggering different music videos, playing to a click. So they were literally playing the song perfectly to the video. It was just super impressive set. Um, but yeah, Frank Ray, dude's going to be a star. It's crazy. But actually, so he, he, he's a guy from New Mexico and his band's all from San Antonio. And, uh, so I had met him. I was bartending a, a, an event for Martin Guitars, and he was there. And I knew of him just through mutual friends. So we started talking, and 
I saw that he was playing at Old Red, so I went to the show, blah, blah, blah. Um, so the next night, Emma and I were out, and there was a guy. We were at Belcourt Taps to see a friend's round. It was Farron Rachel's Rocky Block, just crushing it. Incredible round. There was a guy at the corner of the bar who was like, getting really weird with all the girls at the bar, like trying to drink other people's drinks. He was talking to Emma, just getting like really weird, saying all sorts of like bizarre shit. So as this is happening, um, I look out the corner of my eye and I see Frank Ray and his manager, who's like this big dude, um, just kind of like an intimidating guy, but like sweetheart. His name's Oscar. Um, and Frank is a retired, he, he's not retired, but he actually left being a police officer um, to pursue music, which is just crazy. Like married with kids, he was a cop, had a career set and just left to follow the dream. Just super inspiring. Anyway, so we're at Belcourt. This guy's kind of being a dickhead to everybody, kind of being a dickhead to Emma. So I was like, all right, like you need to go away. Like you need to stop talking to us right now because like we don't, we're trying to watch the show. You're being annoying. So he starts getting in my face. I'm like, man, like, this is really uncomfortable because we're just trying to watch an acoustic singer-songwriter round. So he starts calling me a bitch. He's like, you're rude. You're being such a fucking bitch. He's like saying this stuff to my face. And I knew the owner. And I'm like, hey, Rose, like this guy's like, he needs to leave. So she talks to him. He comes back. Frank, who was a, was a police officer, and Oscar get in between us. And he just, they just like put the kibosh on the whole thing. And I'm like, I am going to be friends with Frank Ray for the rest of my life. Cause he is just the man, him and his manager just get this dude immediately kicked out of the place. Such a funny night. But, um, it was just one of those nights, you know, crazy, crazy stuff. It's like, how are you being that rude to people at an acoustic singer songwriter night at Belcourt taps? If you've ever been there, it's tiny. It's like a tiny bar. It probably fits like 50 people. Um, but yeah, Frank and Oscar coming to the rescue. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to yell at this guy. I don't like, I'm at my friend's show. I'm not going to like try to pick a fight. I've actually never even been in a fight in my life. And I'm not about to start here at acoustic concerts, <laughs> but anyway, um, I knew I liked Frank before, before all that stuff happened. And, and, uh, after that, I'm like, all right, we need to be friends, <laughs> but anyway, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Ryan Doyle, what is up, dude? Thanks for tuning in. Um, where are we at? Let me see where we're at for time. I think this is probably going to wrap it up for this week's podcast. Yeah. What do you say? Um, cool. So thank you guys once again for tuning into the Instagram Live, Facebook Live. I'm going to be back on Tuesdays weekly. No more pussyfooting around when it comes to this stuff. All about content, right? Um, and uh, within these next couple weeks, we're going to start to announce when we're going to be releasing this music and uh, the ideas for the videos and all sorts of stuff. So once again, this is Hey World episode 42. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm going to be going live more, singing some songs. I'm going to try to get, get more active on, on the internet in general. Um, so try to make this more of an interactive experience for all of the many fans tuning out tuning in here at internet land you know what i mean um so, yeah. and i'll keep you posted on how this 
how this grueling marathon training is going. Um, cool. All right. So here we are. I'll see you guys later. Hey world episode 42. Have a good rest of your week. Have a great weekend and I will see you, um, next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you.